0: Everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud—that is, it's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako Chan, and Ari Rockefeller.
1: Hey, everyone! Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number one hundred and eighty-three. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S.
2: I'm. Ar-
3: and I'm Mako-chan.
1: And I think my microphone is just a little bit too loud.
3: Just a little bit. Yes, let's go. Oh, no, no, yeah. you sound fine. Yeah, you,
1: well, you do, but remember, I get really loud when I do um, anime jam session, but I'm actually quiet. You're too
2: loud? I hadn't noticed.
1: Oh, fuck you, okay? <laughs> <sighs> and what's interesting is that when uh, me and Marco do the other podcast at Crystal Chronicles, I'm pretty much quiet as a church mouse. But, yeah, for the most part, but yeah. everybody's kind of quiet on that one. Yeah, but it's also... That's your show, so, you know.
3: Yeah. It's also not exactly uh, the same type of show as this one is. Oh. Yeah. By a
1: long shot. <laughs> oh. You see, I think... The Crystal Chronicles, you could do with, um, with sake, you know, good wine, you know. You could sit around and discuss it like a good book. Mm-hmm. With you this... You
2: really Mako Chance doing a podcast without a glass of wine in her hand?
1: That bitch probably has a, a friggin' uh, screwdriver right next to her.
3: No, I was sort of good today.
1: Mm. Sort of? Sort of? Sort of. That's a shocker.
3: Yeah, there's no alcohol involved. Let's just put it at that. Yeah.
1: But when it comes to anime jam session, you're just like, fuck it. You just grab leftovers from the fridge. You just start mixing shit together. Pour in some soda. You pour in some citrus. You shake it up, and you're like, not bad. Not bad at all. You knock the whole thing down, and then you just, like, you pretty much lose your shit by, by the time we're wrapping it up. Mm-hmm. More or less. Are you
2: foreshadowing another drunken episode?
1: Well, we... I think the Drunken Christmas podcast should be a time-honored tradition. Yes, definitely. I, I mean... that tradition. I mean, fuck. I mean, if OLR... Well, they were supposed to do... They did the fuck show. I th- thought they would do another one, so fuck it. We might as well just do the... Dr- the drunken podcast show, you know? Why not? Okay. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Sweet... And meanwhile, Michael's making her list of what she needs. Need a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of that. We are live tonight, week of September 23rd, 2014, on the VOG Network. Tuesdays at 9, 30 p.m. Eastern, and replays at Thursdays at 1 p.m. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merc, XChat, Chatzilla can use IRC.gamesurge.net. Chat room is VOG, V-O-G, or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash VOGNetwork. There is a link there. You click on it, whatever your default IRC chat client is, will bring it right on up. There there we go. And let's kick things off with, um, how was your week, how was your day? Let's start off with Ari.
2: <laughs> well, as you will all know, we were at the, uh, various festivals and barbecues up in, uh, the Jersey Shore this weekend. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure we'll get into detail later. But, uh, other than that, like, the past week was, I it nine straight days of me working. A lot of it uh, choked with overtime. Mm. So this week is, is me officially back on a normal, yeah, normal work schedule. And other than that, I've just been, you know, going to work as normal, getting whatever overtime they've been giving me, which has been a lot. Well, that's good. And trying to play whatever <clears throat> games I've got going on with me still working my way through Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright.
1: Well, that's good to hear.
2: <clears throat> and uh I still have that little kit, that little tin can for the uh Wild Bill soda fountain.
1: Oh yeah, I think I have like 3 of those now. I think one is in my windowsill, one is somewhere on top of my fridge, and the other one is like is still sitting on the floor here.
2: The first two got lost in the move, but Oh, well.
1: See, if... They, oh,
2: those things were neat.
1: Yeah, but if they were, like, the different ones, collectible ones, I'd be more pissed about losing them, but these are all the same ones with a different year, so I was like, fuck it.
2: Mm-hmm. It was nice to drink for drink for mostly... It, it paid for itself at the second or third refill.
1: Got that shit right, man. And,
2: but Too much
3: sugar for me. Mmm... So,
2: if, I, if you weren't, if anyone was on a diet this weekend, it was blown completely out of the water. Well, I know, right?
1: Yeah.
2: But yeah, that's how things are going for me.
1: Fair enough. All right, let's move ahead. Gochan, how was your week and how was your day?
3: Uh, well, the week I was basically getting ready for. This past weekend, and having everybody over. And then the epicness of this past weekend. So much food, nom 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 nom.
2: So much alcohol, you, 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 you-
3: That too, but because we had so much food, the alcohol was kind of
2: wasted. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't have to get blackout drunk.
3: It I barely even had a good buzz going though. And I, I had a lot.
1: You know, I think all the food that we more, that we more or less gorged in that weekend because, you know... That's yeah.
2: Of... Fat dong sandwiches. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. Pig candy. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh. But, uh... I really
2: fancy recipe for candy bacon, in other words.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm. Yeah, for, I mean, the rest of it, I've, uh... been working. Um today we were marking down prices for costumes that are like really old so um, we have like old Power Ranger costumes mm-hmm. uh, like Jungle Fury Power Ranger costumes
2: holy goddamn! damn
3: yeah he, he doesn't like to you know just get rid of anything so he'll mark it down until it's like five bucks just to try and sell it mm-hmm. instead of losing that money it kind of makes but, sense, in no a way. Yeah, but at the same time, um, besides the Megaforce costumes that we just got in this year, mm-hmm. we have Power Ranger Samurai costumes, Power Ranger Mystic Force costumes, Power Ranger SPD costumes, and Power Ranger Jungle Fury costumes. SPD Emergency! All of them.
2: Magical Force, Mystic Force.
1: <laughs> all uh, of them? No. Power Ranger. No. We do not say that on this show. It's Maji, Maji, Majito!
2: Yeah, I know. I was just going with the theme. And we all... Also, mm-hmm. by that logic, re- it <clears throat> should have been... She, Dick
1: there you go. And, Mako, we all know what happened next. You went digging for our Maji blue costume for yourself.
3: No, they only your... have red. That well, one... uh, Last year when uh, I was working there and they had the samurai costumes still, they had gold, they had red... And they had blue. This year, all that's left is red.
1: Wow.
3: And I don't even think they got any of the other... uh, ...costumes just red for Megaforce. So, yeah. But other than that, now I'm just trying to... ...make plans for this weekend. I ended up... ...I was supposed to have off the entire weekend but I decided to switch with one of the women so that I could get a couple more hours so I'll be working Sunday but it's still cool because Saturday I can still go back to the Jersey Shore and get yummy foods and uh, Friday I'm going to hang out with another one of my friends at the mall
1: just to eat and walk around and shed a tear for the clothes crumbs on Big Shop I doubt the store
3: is even there
1: truthfully Mm. so much stuff moves around in that mall but uh,
0: mall,
1: Freehold Mall. Yeah, it's the one mall that every time I tell the bus driver to stop at, it doesn't stop there. Yeah. You think but, I've learned by now?
3: Yeah. It's all right. I'll come drive and pick your ass up. Next mm-hmm. bus stop down. Yep. But yeah, I mean that's that's basically it. Um, work crazy and trying to hang out with people before October and the dreaded Halloween season for party stores. Dun, 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 yeah, it, it's 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 going to be crazy um starting next Wednesday cuz you know next Wednesday starts October. <clears throat>
1: yeah. And
3: if yeah. you
1: and if you're on my Facebook of any of our own per- Facebooks per se, People have already started posting, like, some of the costumes, like, Fairy Warrior for Link, and you have Plumbers for Mario and Luigi. You got the boot...
0: I saw one of them called Super Mascot Brothers. Yes,
1: and you have the bootleg um, Assassin's Creed and other ones. And they call it that because it's cheaper for them to do it that way instead of actually spending money on the license.
2: Which will probably make it at least twice as much as it normally would cost.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
3: Yeah, so I just want yummy foods this weekend. Mm. That's all
1: I care about. That's good. Right. And honestly, I was going to commission a Black Jesus cosplay, but you know what? I'm just going to go to a I'm just going to go to a Halloween shop and just buy one just like fuck it. And just wear it for mm. shits and giggles, you know.
3: Oh, we got these really, really cool wine glasses at work. They look like the solo cups, right? No, sure. no, we are out of those, and he Ugh. is not getting those in. Fuck. But we got—we have these really, really cool wine glasses. They just came in today. Mhm. Basically, the bottom is a wine glass, a wine bottle, and the top is a glass, and it fits a bottle of wine.
1: And how many those did you buy?
3: Um, I-, I I will be getting one for myself. You have to post. It. You have to take a picture just one? of one. Well, I'm not even getting one for me. I'm getting it for a friend of mine who's very, very big wine drinker. Um, I won't be getting it because I prefer my wine cold. And by the time I get to the bottom of that glass, it'll be warm, and that's gross. Well,
1: uh-huh. so. Well, at least there at least there are two people on the on the staff that will greatly appreciate having one of those. So, depending on the price, we might have to pick up a couple of those and give them out as Christmas gifts. Uh. All right. Well, my weekend day is pretty much. I've survived my first week of working overtime, which was me going in early at eight. And not, I was supposed to leave at 5, but I find myself not leaving till 6. Like, my first day, I didn't get out till 8 because we were moving, like, 12 people. And so far, I have not been getting out since 6. Luckily for today, I got out at a quarter of, and I still made it time to catch all of NCIS. And, of Woo-hoo. course, we did go hit the Jersey Shore, which is, like, our usual company retreat. And I'm hoping that the rest of the staff can make it next year because we got some more, much more cooler plans in store. So, yeah. know. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. And what well, Now here's something I always do. Um on Tuesdays before I pick up my food from Buffalo Wild Wings, I go into Target. And I always check the prices of the games like to see if I can pick up like something decent for like 10 or 20 bucks. And if I see it at 40, I'll probably see if there's a lot of them. I'll just come back next week or whatever. Like for example, I picked I saw that they had Lightning Returns Final Fantasy 13 for 39 at Target. So I looked at it and I said, "You know what? I'll pick it up next week." But I looked again. This is a limited edition one with DLC that comes with um, a soldier first class uniform for Lightning and oh, Cloud's yeah. Buster Sword. Say what?
2: Her Cloud cosplay. Yes.
1: And this comes in a metal tin. Nice. 40 bucks well worth it. All I got to do now is just go on my Amazon and order the limited edition strategy guide and I'm good to go. And oddly enough, I will only pick up strategy guides for RPGs because it's not that I consider it like I want to like get through the game as quick as possible. I want to get the full aspect of the game and just look where everything is and just play through and have a good time with it. That and I don't have that time to really run around and explore I'd rather get it done in one shot. Because remember how it used to be: we would pick up a game, we play it the RPG. Game is completed under seventy-two in seventy-two hours. Done. Some of us will go back and get the RPG, the strategy guide. Oh, we'll look at the FAQ and play it through, and you've cut maybe ten to fifteen hours out of your game. And if we look in our chat room real quick at live.vognetwork.com, Rageinator says, "Ronma, quiet." Is that even remotely possible? Rhonda being quiet is like Tiger Claw not talking about Ninja Turtles. Ranger Serena wants to know wants us to talk about the candy of bacon dish. Well, if you must know, it's thick strips of bacon cured in brown sugar, and a variety of spices, and it's cooked. And then it's smoked. Not just cooked, it's smoked. That too.
3: Now imagine that. On top of a pulled pork sandwich
1: with that coleslaw. That, fat is, dom.
3: that is the fat dom, and that is what
1: I eat. <laughs> <laughs> Either one you eat, you'll feel like you're having a heart attack. Your brain will be like stop, and your heart's like worth it. Mm-hmm. And Regenerator wants wants to know if, if we were at the Jersey Shore, and he and he gives us his condolences. Actually, the Jersey Shore looked really good this year, but here's the secret. We went during the offseason. Granted, most of the places were closed, but, you know, it's all good. And then doctor you says, that'll keep you busy until Final bro- Brotantasy 15, eh? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, the memes from Final Fantasy 15. And people are bitching that it's all guys in this one. I'm just amused by all of that pretty much
2: so the preview only showed males so far. Yeah. That's only, what, the first one?
1: Yeah. Hey, you know what? I want to see a photo. I seen one of them. There's a Photoshop of them in the car and you see the uh, Wall Maria and the Titan. And it's like, guys, should we get that? Nah, it doesn't give us XP. Let's go. Mm. Wow. I want to see one of all of them pulling up to a McDonald's and giving orders. That would be awesome. Or a White Castle. (laughs) <laughs> They've
2: already been compared to the uh, Zoolander and his friends from, you know, Zoolander.
1: Now, I want. I'm thinking
2: frappuccino scene.
1: Fuck it. Now I'm thinking, um, Reservoir Dogs.
2: Oh no, these guys aren't badass enough to be Reservoir Dogs. You
1: don't know. We 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 don't know. It's if like they, when it's. If it,
2: shows, if it shows that they are later on, then I'll retract my statement. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like.
1: It's like. Go on your. You start watching that, it's campy as fuck. But as you continue watching towards the later series, you're like, oh shit. You know? And Rage says, speaking of FF games, I need to pick up three, four, and thirteen on Steam. Yeah, they're pretty cheap, so yeah. So Let's see. Um, Studio Note. November 10th, if if I remember correctly, let me look at the tickets. It's either November 10th or the 17th. There will not be a show. Let me double check. The 10th and the 17th is a Monday. All right, my bad. I'm looking at my calendar. I should know, but I'm just kind of looking at it oddly. Okay. Okay. Actually, it's November 4th. Tuesday, November 4th. There will not be a live show. Because I'm going to the Baby Metal concert. Me and a few friends are going, so I'm like, fuck it, why not? Um, we did an episode at ZankaiCon earlier this year. That episode will be playing in its absence, so. And maybe if you're nice, maybe Marco Chai will come babysit you guys.
3: <laughs>
1: I'm gonna babysit? Sure, why not? How am I gonna babysit? You sit there in the chat room and you know, keep an eye on them.
3: But I've got nothing to do since I was.
1: And y'all can just watch them and play the theme from Rugrats, you know.
3: But 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 if you get a night off, I I, I want a night off. Oh You're, right, I've had a night off. Never yeah,
1: you've mind. already had your night off, so <laughs> never mind. <laughs> yeah, you, you've had your night off.
3: Yeah, well, I also can monitor chat from my bed, so that works too. God, you're lazy. Yep.
1: <laughs> well, then again, you can't. Act, well, never mind. Mm hmm. Never
0: mind.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Let me shut up. Let me, let me not incriminate myself. Mm hmm. And Rangers Arena says, can I be Susie? Well, since Mako tries to be Angelica, sure, why not? Huh, Rugrats?
3: Yeah, I get it. Why do I have to be Angelica? Because you're devious like her! Why do I have to be Angelica? Because you're devious like her. Why can't I be one of the twins?
2: You really want to have me or DJ as your twin?
1: I think we should go to break. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> You cannot be one of the twins because it's one of you and Cartman is not real.
3: But, but, but he's my brother. My mother says so. Yes, but he's not real. But my mother says so.
1: Well, well, someone voted you should be Ivana.
3: Yeah, Ivana Naitoff.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, well. Okay, we'll be back. Mom You know, I think I just realized I left the microphone, my microphone, unmuted during the whole thing.
3: Yes, you did.
1: Fuck.
2: What did I miss? I was in the other room. Yeah, probably.
3: It's okay. All you heard was the occasional uh, tap, tap, tap from your keyboard.
1: So, all right. Well, I'm going to go back and listen to it anyway, and if I have to, I'll just edit it out and just put the music in, you know? So I thought I had turned it all the way down. I'm like, whoops. Uh,
3: yeah I just heard tap 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 so I think you're okay
1: that's good all right now from time to time we usually end up having breaking news that comes into the studio and usually breaking news pops up the day of our show something earlier in the day it's rare that it show, that I get news like within like hours of the podcast but we got some interesting news that just broke um earlier today. Now, Ari. Yes? You remember a game called Crisis Heart Brawlers?
2: Uh, refresh my
1: memory? It's called Crisis Heart Brawlers Clash at Oticon.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. It was a side-scrolling beat-em-up they had. Uh, you know, basically Otacon-themed.
1: Yeah, back in what, 2012? Yeah. You know something? What about it? I haven't heard anything from that.
2: Yeah, it does sound kind of weird.
1: Yeah, it's... For some reason... You know well, how it is. They, they mm-hmm.
2: pocketed the Kickstarter money and ran... Or something like that.
1: Possibly. Now, this popped up on my feed earlier... Covered by Otaku Journalists. Which is kind of... I kind of have it up there with The Daily Dot, you know... But whatever. Now... They had a Kickstarter to to develop this game. And was backed by Otacon. They made 33 grand and nothing has been said from them.
2: Yeah, an indie game usually doesn't take that long to develop.
1: Yeah, and even if it does, there's always constant updates as to what's going on.
2: Yeah, most of these people at the if the uh, donations far extre- exceed their limit and there's still a lot of time to go. You'll see stretch goals pop up.
1: Mm-hmm. And now, what's been happening with a lot of Kickstarters, like, there are state government lawyers getting, like, DAs getting involved, you know, passing certain laws or suing these backers, you know, because technically it is a contract, you know. Uh-huh. And now that Kickstarter is now changing the terms of condition where you either have to deliver or explain why. And I think they also threw in there if you can't deliver, You give the money back. Now, it's
2: always been Kickstarter's policy, though.
1: Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but they changed—they changed changed it more where they changed the wording
3: because um, Kickstarter policy before didn't really have a time limit on when a product had to be released. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of stuff that wasn't done, and as long as you kept updating once or twice, you know, every month or so uh wouldn't, they wouldn't touch you. So if you, if you say you were doing a video game or you're doing, you know, a, a photo book or something like that, um, as long as you update and say, oh yeah, you know, I'm still taking pictures or, oh yeah, I'm still editing or, oh, we're, you know, we're coloring, mm-hmm. even if it's, you know, six months later, seven months later, 10 months later, K- uh, Kickstarter didn't do anything because, oh, you know, they're still updating. Meanwhile, everybody knows that it's ten months later, and there's no picture proof or anything like that.
1: Mm-hmm. So Kickstarter
3: is finally saying, hey, guess what? If you don't have proof in a timely manner, we're going to
1: come and get you. Yeah. <clears throat> so, there was talk amongst OdaCorp, you know, the staffers, and they're they like, you know what? We can't be associated with this.
2: So they withdrew their
1: support they, for yeah, it. Yeah, they terminated its agreement with Studio Nasu, the, uh, the company that's behind Crisis Heart Brawlers, Clash of Otakon. Honestly, I thought the controlling was kind of wacky. The buttons were odd. And the graphics were like... Mm.
2: The hit detection was a little bit off, too.
1: Yeah. Now, there were, there, were known, there were voice actors that we know that were involved. And pretty much, they had to drag Studio Natsu <laughs> through the through the mud in order to get paid. Which I'm not surprised. Yeah. From now, I had spoken with someone in in regards to this earlier today. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Um, He helped uh, fund Studio Natsu to do this project, but you know how it is. You know, you're supposed to start small and just go from there. He started out big. He was trying to, to he was trying to make the next Scott Pilgrim versus the World of the game.
2: Noble effort, but not from a
1: first timer.: Yeah. and he somehow sweet talked another company to much, more or less fund some of the money, some of the financing for this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and th- and that's and that's what it is. So Studio Nasu got the owner of this one company, Sweet Frog, to give money. He took that money and hired um, a team to work on the game. But started out big and it was overwhelming. Mind you, the man behind Studio Nasu, Dave Lister, now, I don't know him that well. From what I have understood of what was going on, Dave is pretty much a poor man, Steve Jobs meets P.T. Barnum. All, yeah, so, and you all know my thoughts on Steve Jobs. So that's for another time. So, the money got burned through pretty quickly, and the t- and the team that he hired to do this game, the, the head of that team pretty much had to pay them out of pocket for it. And that's pretty much it. And that's one of the reasons why we probably have not heard from it because he has no money to finish this game, and it started from a full-time project to a part-time project. And then, at this point, he pushed it, uh, Studio Nasu pushed this to Kickstarter to get more money to help keep this going. Unfortunately, as you can see, things didn't happen the the way it was supposed to be. This probably just probably explain why we haven't heard anything about it since. Uh,
2: I, thought, I thought it had potential.
1: Yes, yeah, So did I. It just
2: needed to be cleaned up a lot. Yeah.
1: You, you, you know how it is. When you get... It's like... Some people don't know how to talk to others. I'm guessing when when different update stuff was going, he just didn't say anything. He just went about his business. And it's like, you gotta let the people know what's going on.
2: I remember the commercial for it even referenced the ice cold water guy.
1: Yes. He was supposed to be an unlockable character in the game.
2: Oh God. Don't tell me. I hope he didn't sell the rights to his likeness for this. Cause doubt it. He got ripped off.
1: I doubt it. Well, I mean, I kind of would like to see the end results of this, but if I was one of those backers who dropped $500 on it, I'd be like, yo, I want, I want to see product, or are you going to talk to my lawyer?
3: To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VOGNetwork.com, use the passphrase, switch.
1: Anywho... Also, I have an update on an article where, where I started full-made-to-mouth with from last week about the quote-unquote cosplayer being shot in Utah. Do tell. Pretty much the family said that he was out cosplaying with friends, even though the family already said he was going to Panda Express to find a job.
2: While dressed up in, in cosplay.
1: Yes, and on one of the articles over on, on one of the sites, I refused to their name and give them free credit. But the aunt of the the victim thanked them for the article and suggested that they would go with that route in explaining what happened to the cops. Mm
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that one.
1: So, you know... I might have to bring this up one more time, you know, and just walk away from it. But I'm just saying, with the fact that that's out in the general public you just blew your story out the water. Ugh. I think this is the part where it'll become popcorn and soda time you just watch this shit play the fuck out.
2: It's gonna mm. be good.
1: <laughs> Shown enough. <off. laughs> shit. Alright. Um, is what? it just me
2: or I don't know if you've uh, used your uh, tin cup from, from Wild Bill's. So does it make everything taste metallic to you?
1: Well, it's a tin cup.
2: Yeah, but it, I, I know that obviously, but it just lingers more than it should.
1: I don't know. Um, I think I kind of feel that when I add ice, I don't really drink out of that cup a lot. I kind of have more for for collectible purposes only, per se.
2: Yeah, because I poured some ice tea in it, put some ice in it, and now that you mentioned, and since you mentioned you're putting ice in it, that's what I start to uh, sense it tastes odd.
1: All right, so maybe need to give the, well, this may, weekend. Yeah, maybe it needs another good scrubbing, you know.
0: Maybe.
1: All right, so on this show, when it comes to certain topics, when it comes to pointing towards the female point of view, or if we do have a female person, artist, or blogger talking about something, we usually give it to Mako Chan because. She will basically rip the person a new a new asshole if need be. So, Mako? Yeah? Do you mind taking this first article and explaining why this crackpot of a woman thinks that cosplay is killing Comic-Con?
2: Comic-Con's doing a good enough job of that themselves. I know, right?
1: <laughs> but okay. she's still... Perfect setup. But Sorry. yeah. But she's talking comic conventions in general. Christ.
3: All right. So this is uh, being written by Denise Dorman, who is the wife of famed comic book sci-fi fantasy illustrator Dave Dorman. She's a regular at comic conventions accompanying her husband. So uh, she writes, privately famed comic book industry personalities everywhere are discussing with each other whether to stop uh, exhibiting at comic book conventions. There's a fine line between being accessible to and pleasing the fans versus losing money at these conventions. Take Wizard World 2014 in Chicago, for example. Those were three miserable days of our lives we'll never get back. Time we could be spending with our family and friends, time we could be actually earning money working from our studio and offices at home. The Saturday of Wizard World that I sat in for Dave, I sat in a one and a half hour traffic jam to get there. The convention center is a mere 30 minutes from our home. I sold $20 in books, and I paid $13 for parking. Uh, Good thing I packed my own lunch. You know you start to get paranoid. You start to think, is it only us? Is Dave no longer relevant? So I began uh, covertly asking around, asking artists equally in demand, equally famous. No one I interviewed made money that show. The same was true for San Diego Comic Con. Normally, we at least cover our costs. This year, we spent $7,000 to exhibit at San Diego Comic-Con between the booth space rental, hotel, car rental, and food expenses. This year, we came home 1,000K in the hole. So I started asking around again. I asked equally famous, equally in-demand artists, writers, and creators. The postmortem was that everyone either lost money on the show or barely covered expenses, and some very famous artists, household names you would know, are questioning whether they will both uh, they will bother returning next year. Even the biggest comic uh, exhibitor, uh, sorry I lost my spot. Yeah, no problem. Uh, even the biggest comics uh, exhibitor with several booths, Mile High Comics, announced they were pulling out next year in a much publicized story in the New York Times admitting they suffered a ten thousand dollar loss on the show this year uh... i have slowly come to realize that in this selfie-obsessed instagram era cosplay is the new focus of these conventions seeing and being seen like some giant masquerade party Conventions are no longer shows about commerce, product launches, and celebrating the people who created this genre in the first place. I've seen it firsthand, the uber-famous artist who traveled all the way from Japan, sitting at Comic-Con, drawing as no one even paid attention to him. While the cosplayers held up floor traffic and fans surrounding the cosplayers, rather than the famed industry household name, to pose for selfies. Uh, I I don't even want to continue because she's just going on and on and on bitching about, you know uh, is, you know, dressing up worth it and the uh, imaginative steampunk cosplay and bullshit like that You want to know why exhibitors stop making money? Why? One, because most of the shit that they bring to the conventions is shit that you can get off of their websites that they sell It's nothing different It's the same shit and most of the time, because they don't have, you know, the anticipation of hundreds of people there, they'll sign the shit. The other reason is why all of these small-name comics and small-name uh, artists aren't doing well is because big-name comics and big-name artists are doing convention-only items. We're only at that convention they will have this print. So people are spending hundreds of dollars on those prints instead of spending hundreds of of dollars on prints that they can get offline. Mm -hmm. Sorry, that's it. End of story. It has nothing to do with the costumes. It has nothing to do with that because you know what? Most of those people in the costumes, well, yes, some of them are there just to, you know, be there and show and have people love them and look at them. A lot of them are fans. And a lot of them are fans of these people work, these people's work. But instead of spending $100 on something that they can get offline and usually far cheaper because it's online and, you know, all they have to do is mail it to you instead of having all of their uh, convention expenses added into it. um, They're going to go to the artist that is, you know, only doing something for that convention or only selling something for that convention that is what is killing the other artists it has nothing to do with cosplay it has nothing to do with the people that are there it has to do with marvel having you know two or three exclusive covers for comics that came out you know just the other day but you can only get this cover at comic con so people are going and spending extra money on a comic that they already have just to have this you know this exclusive cover or they're going to the artists that are doing exclusive cover art like personal cover art of comics. That's what they're going to do. They are not going to artists that have the same crap that they are selling online.
1: And also for those of you who don't know I spent maybe about two to three years working as a, in a bo- at the booth at various conventions. Hawking T-shirts, yes, Hawking T-shirts
2: I remember that yeah
1: now, back in the day with conventions, stuff in the dealer's room was quite expensive because you couldn't get it shit anywhere else
2: Mm-hmm. so what do you mean was expensive
1: yeah. and you could get <laughs> you can get all that money now, when you go into the dealers room, I'll admit if there's something I see, I will check other booths for it and see who has it cheaper.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: if it's not something that important, I know for a fact I will get it off of Amazon or write stuff at a lower cost. Yep. It's cheap a lot of times it's cheaper to spend money at, at, online to get the stuff that you want. Now, I can understand if, let's say, volume one of a series is cheap online, but if you're missing volume one of that same series but it has, like, the old logo and covers, and you want to make it look nice and neat. I can understand spending expensive money for that. That I get. Also, with a lot of conventions, they're having a, more guests with more appearances with fees. I mean, do I spend $25 on this on this DVD? Or do I spend $25 getting this person's autograph? Who may uh-huh. or may not come back next year? But I know for a fact I can always get this DVD. She is just mad that she's losing money and she just wants to point finger at cosplayers. Cosplayers haven't done anything for you to help you make money. If anything, they're there to help you get more money because cosplayers cosplay various characters in various series. You might be selling stuff from that series. Inadvertently, there's a profit. Also, if you look at the demographics of the age of people that are coming in, it's starting to become younger and younger. The uh-huh. older crowd like Mile High Comics, they sell mostly comics from the seventies and the eighties. The people coming in don't do that. I mean, the coming in they don't want that. They want more up to date stuff, which is understandable. Uh-huh. And as for Mile High, they came in with a big old rig full of stuff. I mean, if it was me after my first loss, I'd be starting to cut. I start cutting my inventory when I was working with um, secret shop. That would happen. We would sometimes we would rotate out some of the merchandise if we knew it wasn't selling. We wouldn't reorder more. We would just (laughs) sell it out or discount it and make room for other stuff.
3: Yeah, as like Ranger Serena said, a lot of them are fans that spend months making these cosplays in hopes that the creator will see them mm-hmm. and acknowledge the quality and accuracy of their effort. And that's true, too. If you don't have cosplayers cosplaying your art and you're, you know, oh, this this great artist, this big name artist, uh, okay, um, where are your fans then? Because cosplayers will cosplay to their, you know, what they like. Mm-hmm. So obviously, if you're dissing cosplayers, there are no cosplayers of your work that tells you something. There's but
0: it's, also
2: something it's, to be said about the quality of these... Uh, the prints they're selling. I mean... It, 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 like, Who's really going to want to pay like $50 for a... for a print when They can get, typically spend that much on a unique commission on DeviantArt or somewhere like it, that. It
1: depends, because sometimes... If you're buying that print from the dealers, I mean Artist Alley, that artist will, you know, sign will sign it will sign it for you, in autograph, which is pretty cool. Sometimes, but yeah. the gotcha. artists
3: the artists are putting such high quality
1: pictures online now
3: mm-hmm. that a lot of people are just saving them and printing them off themselves.
1: And that's what I did. I that's how I got my. Well, that's what I did for my last um art that art job that I got, I paid for. And to be perfectly honest. I would have probably paid the same amount at the booth, if not more. The price I paid was cheaper online with shipping. Mm-hmm.
3: And I mean that's another issue. But I mean, look at look at um the MLB stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean the M yeah, the MLP stuff. Mm-hmm. Um you go to certain comic conventions and they have exclusive ponies. You can only get that figure at that particular convention, and then they're not selling that particular pony anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you going to spend money on that, or are you going to spend money on something that, you know, a week from now you can buy offline? Exactly. And it's going to be either the same price or cheaper. People are going for exclusives. They're not going for anything other than that if you're looking at it that way. I follow a lot of artists on Facebook and most of them do exclusive prints for the conventions they go to, mm-hmm. knowing that those are probably going to be the only things they sell. Um, I do follow one. She does. She's the one that does all the uh, the Disney Doctor Who crossovers. Right. Um, she does not just exclusive prints, but. The stuff that she does exclusive for, con- uh, for conventions is all hand-drawn, hand-inked, hand-lined. That's what she sells at conventions. And she almost never comes home with anything. Mm. This is a woman that um, usually once a month, she will put some stuff that she's been drawing on Etsy. And she'll show you beforehand. It's usually five to ten pictures that she's, you know, taking the time during the month to draw and ink. Those things sell out in five to ten minutes. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what's doing it. She's not, you know, she puts these prints up for T-shirts and things like that. And, you know, you can go online and you can buy any of this stuff. But it's the exclusive prints that she's selling for $35 to $40 and selling out of them. That's what people are
1: going for. Yep. If I mean, dealers, people, artists out. If you want to really compete and not cut your losses, you might just have to bring down some of your prices or something like that, you know? Or figure something out. It's like, it's not the cosplayer's fault. They are not the scapegoats on this. So take a chill pill and find something else to do with your life.
2: Really think cosplayers are that easy or, or simple a target? Like they won't, you know, fight back
1: or you know take defense. They're not to actually cos. I think if most cosplayers read this, they're not really going to give a shit.
2: They're going to roll their eyes and give the jerking off motion.
1: Yeah, then you got those who then you got those cosplay civil rights activists who will step up and run their mouth about it. Then I'd have to get a two by four and beat them senses with it and, and dump their their body in the pine barrens. Just
2: be like, you're making us look
1: bad. Shut up. Excuse me for one moment. Thunk! Drag the body off. <laughs>
2: drag, 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 drive, 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 dig, dig, dig.
1: Mm hmm. <laughs> <sighs> Alright. Moving right along. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Ah! Ari, you want to talk about Tsunami?
2: I think I can swing that.
1: <clears throat> awesome.
2: As we get to the end of Space Dandy's run on Toonami, a fabulous ev- event overall that gave us a dub simulcast of a series this year, Toonami is getting ready to readjust their schedule. Okay. Mm-hmm. Other changes are afoot as well. Huh? Uh-uh, go on. I'm sorry, I heard something else. As Star Wars The Clone Wars is about to finish out, and one of the big issue- editions is Helsing Ultimate which have its nearly hour-long episodes filling in a few gaps in a creative time slot. So, let's see. October 4th, they have 11.30 Attack on, Twi- on Titan, 12 o'clock Bleach, 12.30 Naruto Shippuden, 1 o'clock One Piece, one thirty Gurren Lagann, 2 o'clock Beware the Batman, 2.30 Hellsing Ultimate. It's going to be so hard to watch that after watching the Abridged
1: series so much. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I watched the Abridged series. Oh, God.
2: Was minding my own business. <laughs> Bullshit! I was. Okay. Uh, it's four o'clock. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Four thirty. Cowboy Bebop. Five o'clock. big go. Always good to see that back. And five thirty is Samurai Jack.
1: But I just have one question about about tsunami. Yeah. One piece. Really? You're going to show that? Really? That's it. Hmm. That's all I got to say. And the following
2: it. week is uh, let's see, more of the same thing, but except uh, at four thirty, it's are going to see standalone complex second gig. Ooh. So uh, yeah,
1: I actually have the first uh, season on sitting on DVD sitting on the shelf here.
2: Oh, also at five thirty, both weeks Samurai fuck
1: yeah. Anyone that can do the whole 12 to 6 like that, I salute you. Mm.
2: you gotta be, yeah, but You gotta be nocturnal to begin with. Well, you I, I like,
1: kinda sorta like...
2: I am.
3: You either need to not have woken up early that day and have nothing to do on Sunday or have very, very, very horrible uh, Sleep horrible better. sleeping habits.
2: Yeah, I'm, I, I'm still kind of in a screwy sleep habit, even though I I stopped working at a middle-of-the-night job like five, six years ago.
1: Yep.
2: But uh, now I'm getting up at relatively early. Well, still not early compared to what you guys do, but uh, it's still working towards a quote-unquote normal schedule. Mm-hmm. But yeah...
1: I mean, I c-
2: also I notice that the uh, Helsing Ultimate episodes are they they allotted an hour, hour and a half time slot for them.
3: Well, the Helsing Ultimate, um, it's usually about an hour, sometimes a little bit over. So I'm guessing. They must guessing...
2: have a lot, a lot of time for commercials.
3: Well, I think it's. Damn it! The cat is knocking stuff off of my my uh, printer. Um, but, yeah, I think the rule is with a 22-minute show, it's five minutes so, or something like that. Um, so if you're going to double that for an hour-long show, uh, you're looking at 10 to 15 minutes. So once you add in the hour and the 15, they're either going to play a short or do some— because they use those uh, the filler stuff that plays music for two or three minutes— so I'm guessing that's why some of them are an hour and some of them are an hour and a half.
2: Yeah. Again, because of my exposure to the abridged series, it's kind of it's it's going to kind of skew how I'm going to see Helsing Ultimate in its, you know, uncut form. Because like the Helsing Ultimate abridged episodes are between 10 and 15 minutes long and uh, I know they Cut out a couple of uh, plot points or very poignant scenes in the uh, original ones.
1: Well, they so,
3: cut. It's just a parody, so of course they're going to cut out most of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Pretty much.
2: Or will it be. Or will I react like some people have the issues with Yu Gi Oh! Abridged that uh, because of seeing the Abridged series and the voices for the characters, that their normal that their normal voices don't sound weird to them now. I
3: don't but, uh, know. I don't watch any of the abridged stuff because I don't normally find it funny.
0: I I,
1: I really need oh, to well. watch more of it, so... But, uh, I mean, I get up around ten, eleven o'clock on the weekends. I could get away with doing it. I could. But do I really want to?
3: No, some of the shows I'm not really interested in. Mm-hmm. And instead of you know forcing myself to stay awake until six, I can DVR
1: it. There you go. Mhm. I think that's so what some people are doing anyway. I would assume so.
3: I don't see a lot of people. I mean, of course, the people that are you know watching the East Coast feed from the West Coast are probably finding it a little bit easier to do as well.
2: Mm-hmm. What was the three-hour time difference?
3: Yeah. So they're getting to sleep at 3 a.m., which is usually when I get to sleep.
2: Or someone's pulling an all-nighter somewhere. Got uh-huh. uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's... That's Tsunami for you.
1: Alright, let's pull this up real quick, and... Alright, next up on the list... Uh, let's see... Now, how many of us here went to school with book covers? I did. Me too. I think we all did. Yeah. Some of us didn't. Or like
2: using, like paper, like, paper bags to cover the books so they don't get damaged?
1: Yeah, I've done that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you've gotten, like, the free book covers from school. Or you've actually gone out and bought, like, awesome book covers with different celebrities or or animations or cartoons or anime on it, you know.
2: Yeah, for me, it was always the store-issued stuff or brown grocery bags from ShopRite or Pathmark.
3: Same here. I like the brown grocery bags because then I can draw on them. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So one magazine, Dragon Magazine, (laughs) excuse me, they decided to do something special. They threw in the, I believe in the November issue, a high school DXD... 3D breast book cover featuring the ample bosoms Arias Grummery. What? Yes. Imagine ha imagine if your book had boobs. Yeah, it, it's it's
3: kinda like the the booby mouse pad. Yep. So it's when you're holding open the manga and you know you you've got a handful of boobs. Yeah.
2: At least with the tit mouse pad, you can actually. There's actually usually a face to go along with it. Just holding a disembodied pair of tits would be a little un- creepy. At least I would think so. Mm,
1: maybe, but it's not just her tits. It's just from the aspect of her outfit, so it's not so bad.
3: Yeah, I mean she's clothed. Mm. It's, not like, it's not like it's naked boobies.
1: But I, t- but I tell you what, though, if I saw somebody wanted with, with that on a book and it's something I want to read, I probably would not borrow it from him.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: That is horrible to think about.
1: But not too far from the truth.
3: No, not at all. Especially with, you know, the way that it goes and if they bend the spine back a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It could get a little gross.
1: Yeah.
2: They uh don't really skip on the metaphors in this little blipvert for the uh in this article. Well oh, yeah. yeah. Somewhere in the back of my mind, Sterling Archer is screaming, Hey Phrasing you know when he he hears a bad innuendo well I'm sure someone will uh, do something with it probably
1: heyo ooh
3: new Sailor Moon merch oh god Uh, oh god Crystal lunch and bento items Oh it's God. bento boxes with the it, it's the um the the, the cutscenes, so it's the silhouetted figures. I like it. I need it. It's cute.
1: See if you couldn't tell that's our Mako chan being Mako chan.
3: I can't help it. I can't help it. It's it's adorable and I want it. You want a lot of things. I do want a lot of things.
2: Kind of whiplashing the mood there. Oh. You have to, uh... Huh. Oh, never mind.
1: <sighs> Sorry about that. It's quite alright. Alright, now... One site has this. Eight anime titles made for guys that look girly. What? Yeah. Yeah, and I
3: somewhat agree with some of them, at least.
1: Yeah, I, I, I kind of do as well.
3: Um, Not necessarily that they, you know, are made for guys, exactly. Mm-hmm. But just... Definitely that they are not as childish as you would think by watching them.
1: Gotcha. Well, let's go through the list now, shall we? Okay. Sure. Number one. Puella Magi Madoka Magica. Yeah. This was a cutie anime, and I'm like, it's another magical girl anime. How bad can it... Be.
3: Yeah, the, the Magical Girl anime where the Magical Girl, the main character, doesn't, you know, transform into a Magical Girl until the almost second to last episode of the series. If that doesn't tell you
1: how screwed up the series is, nothing will. As I I'll say this once, I'll say it again. Madoka is to Magical Girl anime as Evangelion is to Mecha anime. Mm -hmm. I don't think you can get a better comparison than that.
3: No, I don't think so. Madoka is, once you get into it and get past the first couple of episodes where, you know, they're they're kind of explaining what the magical girls are, as soon as you find out what the magical girls really are and what the hell is actually going on, you realize just how dark this series is. Mm Mm-hmm. It is definitely, as cutesy as it is, it is definitely not something that I would be showing somebody that you would think it would be for.
1: Like that one time when Cartoon Network thought it was a great idea to show two episodes of Evangelion. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Where they tried to put Roroni Kenshin in at, like, 5 o'clock in the afternoon...
1: I think you can kind of get away with Kenshin per se. Uh.
2: Well, they had to butcher, no pun intended, the uh, material to make it passable for TV. <laughs> yeah.
1: Number two, Showbits. Showbits, I didn't watch all of Showbits, but I read some of the manga. I never thought it would be deep and dark like that, but Marco, you've seen all of Showbits, haven't you?
3: I have not. I don't even think I've seen an episode of *Chobits*.
1: Mm. I mean, it started out really as a a rom-com in a way, as a dude falling in love with an android. But I guess over time you kind of realize the truth of it. Number three, K-On. Okay, I don't agree with K-On being on this list. Because I've seen all of it. Kyon is on this list not for
3: the anime, but because of the manga. Okay, I the have. The anime is aimed towards females, um, but the manga is much more into the whole uh, lady love type thing. Uh-huh. Um, And that it's aimed at 17 to 40 year old male crowd.
1: Wow, I might maybe out of curiosity, I might have to pick one up and be like, really.
3: Yeah, so, I mean, that's at least what this says. Again, I haven't seen or read Kayon, But this is why I love watching an anime and then reading the manga and going, wow, that went in completely
1: different directions, and it's awesome. So, like, when you read Car Cap to Sakura?
3: Yeah, yeah. When you find out some of the undertones that they were not bringing into the U.S. audience and the ones that they didn't even bring exactly into the... Uh, the Japanese audience. Mm -hmm. Or, like, Like the elementary school girl
1: that was engaged to her teacher. Or, here's one for you. The people who have watched all 200 episodes of Sailor Moon and then read the manga for the very first time. Yeah, yeah. If that doesn't fuck with your head.
3: Well, it's just like anything. It's the people that, like, the, when you're watching um, Full Metal Alchemist, And you watch the original series. And then all of a sudden you're watching the new series and go, what the hell did they do? And then you read the manga and go, oh, that's what they did. Hmm.
2: Yeah, the first anime went in a completely different, uh, fairly different direction.
1: Gotcha.
3: Well, with that one, um, basically they had the rights to the characters. And it followed what was out of the manga already. But after that, the writer basically said, I just want you to go along with it. I do not want you waiting um, and basically she, they had the rights to the characters and not the story after that mm-hmm. which is why there is a second anime that is completely different than the first yep. uh,
2: let's see what what's and next. If I go, go, with this one? go for it number 4, Hanamaru Kindergarten you thought it was girl because uh, cause the art style is un- undeniable and the little gift they have it, this little girl waving these little pom-poms mm-hmm. it's so
0: adorable.
2: and speaking of what you were saying in the car Captain Sakura with a kindergarten girl engaged to her teacher Anzu one of Tsukita's kindergarten students has a crush so strong on him that she has decided to become his wife the kindergarten trying to become the wife of the teacher is not to a ragged flag also noted this was published in Young Gangan which is the same magazine that publishes Darker Than Black
1: Hmm. I can understand, you know, a young person having a crush on their teacher, but... Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: I can take analysis. <laughs> the Sting song, don't stand so close to me. Uh, yeah. Like This girl is half his age. <clears throat> so who's taking the next one?
1: You can take All it, right. Marco.
3: Yeah, okay, so the next one is uh Moetan. And basically, uh, because of its adorable art style and the storyline, um, it screams romantic comedy. But if you actually watch it, um, while there is romance, it's etchy and there's lollycon, and tons of panty shots. Mm. So it's not exactly,
2: uh... (laughs) It's not something you could feel comfortable watching.
3: Well, it's not something that I would feel... Not that I wouldn't feel comfortable watching, but, um just for a show that's that you know panty shot obsessed i wouldn't think that it would be something that isn't for guys i guess Uh, yeah i'm just reading
2: this little uh, this little description right now and i'm I'm internally going well
1: i don't i mean i guess a, a younger guy would really enjoy this but as you get old you're like yeah no Okay, um, number six, Yoru Yuri What makes it girly is cute girls doing cute things, and it's around middle schoolers. Okay. But the title is Yoru Yuri
3: It's a girl of anime.
1: Yep. So you think what they're doing is really cute. They want to do more than really cute. To quote, Judge Mills Lane, let's get it on!
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, uh, the the manga itself is actually published by Comic Yuriheim, which is a Yuri magazine. So, Mm -hmm. not that it's not for girls, but a lot of that kind of stuff is uh, fan service, usually aimed at guys. Not necessarily fan service aimed at, you know, lesbians. Mm
1: Mhm. So, yeah. yeah. Next.
2: Number seven, Magical Girl Lyrical
1: Nanoha. I've heard of this series. I've heard good things about it.
2: Yeah, characters may be cute, but the overall series is made with the average action fan in mind and can be classified as a sign end series. Their fights go toe-to-toe with the likes of Naruto, Bleach, and DBC. The story is generic and light on the fan service, but the action is a throwback to the late 80s, mid-90s animes. Oh, and Nanoha first appeared in a hentai game called Triangle Heart 3 Sweet Songs Forever. Don't worry, she was just a side character. Not that we would know or anything like that.
3: <clears throat> well, that one I don't I don't follow because there are a lot of female um, fighting action series, or things that are pretty damn close to female fighting action series. That doesn't mean that it's for guys just because, oh, you know, they fight. So that one I definitely do not agree with just because they fight, they're, you know, it's for guys true and the last one is saint october it's a a moe magical girl series oh boy but uh in saint october our heroines transform into the simply named lolly black lolly white and lolly red um Hmm? i'm just going um Mm. lolly is used as shorthand for gothic lolita In October does venture into dark territory Story wise and there are some Uncomfortably sexy scenes with the girls Uh, That still Does not mean that it is a Show for guys though
2: So they kick ass in EGL outfits
3: Yeah that's that's
2: basically it
1: I might have to track this series down
3: Yeah I'm thinking about I'm thinking the same thing
2: Hell, Lolly Red has a little top hat on her head that was probably stuck on with bobby pins, I'm guessing. Mm. Or however they used to hold the little things one.
3: The three girls use their tarot cards to transform into magical girls and aim to stop a group of evil tarot card users called the Reverse Corporation. Oh, it's tarot too. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to find this.
1: Understandable. Okay, now, here comes the fun part of our show. This is where we're going to open up the Skype line. And if you have any questions about what we discussed on the show tonight, give us a buzz at Anime Jam Session. All calls are cut to two minutes. And while we wait for calls to come in, we're going to do our open forum topic. Let me turn this up a little bit. There we go. Perfect. And now that I took off that took off Social Fixer. Um, f- Facebook loads a lot quicker. Now oh, that's good. Open forum topic is where we ask all of you, the fans, your opinion on a topic in the anime cosplay fandom. If you don't want us to use your real name, put a different name before you post your answer, and please keep it civil too. And also, if you don't put your real name, but I know what name you go by. I will put the name that you go by, not your real name, so you have nothing to worry about. This one is sub versus dub. We're not going to go into that deeply, but you got to admit there are some animes we prefer to watch dub or sub. So, what's the series you prefer to watch dub or sub? Simple as that. From Nem- Nemesis Forty Seven, it doesn't matter to him, but he prefers Sailor Moon uh, subbed, which is cool. Um, from Maureen, she prefers everything in subs in general, um, but the only dub that she will watch is Pokemon. Okay. One point for us.
2: Hooray!
1: From Ranger Serena, the uh, Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon, R she'll watch, uh, dubbed. Which is understandable for the sake of the nostalgia of the dub, which I get. But she prefers the, uh, but she does prefer the sub, the sub version of that. Subversion of Escofone, Auron Host, and Full Metal uh, Alchemist Brotherhood. Yeah, I mean if um I mean if Vic is the lead character in Auron Host, I don't I completely understand why you want to watch it uh, uh, subtitled. <laughs> From Shaquila, uh, Dragon Ball Battle of the Gods is preferred, um, dubbed. But Okay. Let's see, what else do we have here? From Candy Jam, Helsing Ultimate dub. From Act Def, it can go... See, he can go with two sets of dubs, that bastard. <laughs> he can get an English or Spanish dub, okay? <laughs> well played, good sir, well played. Uh, Jeff B... Let's see. Uh, uh, Yamato 2199. Uh, sub. He prefer um, the subs of that, which is understandable. Um, from Serenity fourteen eighty eight, Sailor Moon uh, sub. Cool. Um, for me, Tenchi Muyo. I can watch that Dubbed or subbed. Because I really think Pioneer did a really good job of that. Yeah, that's definitely one of the ones that I can watch dubbed and I have no problem with. Um, Dubbed, I mean, subbed only, Bubblegum Crisis. I heard Kanye Hurricane in English. I wanted to kill myself. I'm like, if the dub is like that, I am not watching it. Fuck that. Damn. Exactly. Uh what about you Ari? Uh pff,
2: hmm. honestly I don't have any real preferences but uh a couple like I say like Osamuga Dio mm-hmm. or uh oh mostly because when they take like the uh someone like either hard assed or from like or tough or from Osaka they usually give them a Brooklyn accent and mm-hmm. they tend to be they, they tend to steal the show every now and then Osaka, Joey Wheeler.
1: Gotcha. Molly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Serena. <laughs> Chocolate Parfait. <Hey. laughs> You're welcome, ladies and germs.
2: <laughs> what about you, Mako?
3: Um basically as long as i have watched it dubbed first i usually have no issue um continuing continuing to watch it in dubbed um unless it comes to the point where the subtitle version is just that much better or explains it better not necessarily that the voices are better but an example would be sailor moon Mm -hmm. i watched the entire thing dubbed with the original dub and then watched the entire thing subbed Um. and found so much stuff missing or lacking or just things that weren't really explained very well. So I love the sub of that. And I don't think I could watch the dub. I don't even know if I could watch the new dub of it. But something like
1: Cowboy Bebop.
2: I've I've never seen both.
1: I've never seen it subbed. I would like to see that subbed. Yeah, I've seen the both. Creator
2: prefers the English dub to it.
1: But mm-hmm. I should tell you something.
3: Yeah, but something also like uh, Gundam Wing. Gundam Wing, I can watch it either way. The voices for both, I think, fit the characters, so it doesn't really matter to me which one I like, which way I watch it. Hmm. Uh, I have not come across something though that I enjoy the dub more than the subtitle version, though.
1: Gotcha, and I want to retract something real quick. Ranger Serena prefers Auron Host and FMA Brotherhood dubbed, not sub. My bad. Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and close the Skype line, because nobody called. And, it, and we're kind of getting a bit of crunch for time. So we're going to go ahead and close that out and go into news from Japan, which is quite interesting from what Mako has gotten us this week.
3: Yeah, again, nothing really, you know, out there and crazy, but what about this first uh, just thing? weird.
1: All right. To the first well, one. It's
3: not out there. and Yeah, that's not out there and crazy. That's just, you know,
1: Japan. Oh, and to the first <laughs> one, and Mako, and to the first one.
2: Hmm. Huh? Fuck you. Heart.
1: Fuck you.
2: Heart. Want me to take it, then?
1: Go for it.
2: Previously, we wrote about Kansas J- Japan's deep-fried salvation of Colonel Day, involving a variety of absurd and incredible chicken-shaped computer accessories, like a drumstick mouse, keyboard with chicken keys, and a chicken USB memory stick.
0: <sighs> they unveiled a
2: couple more items since then, including this oversized fried chicken drumstick iPhone 5S case. Yeah, you're pretty much holding a giant a giant, you know, PVC ch- chicken leg up to your head while you, uh, put your phone into it. Mm. And there's a little blip on it, a little cartoon kernel asking, why is it so big? Hmm. And somewhere again, Al Sharpton is, is breathing very heavily. And there's this fried chicken-shaped pillow, which you wear on your head, like a mask. And, because, you know, there's a little place where your face sticks out, and you two little holes where you can slip your hands in, so you can lay asleep at your desk.
1: Um. Right.
2: What the actual hell? I mean, yet, yeah, yet yeah, the we did think the other fried chicken stuff was bad.
3: Yeah,
1: uh. it's all bad. Yeah, pretty much.
2: can't see anyone in this country using it without looking weird with it. Yeah. I guess that's that's the uh, nicest way to put it.
1: And certain people of color will be staring at people oddly and stuff like that. It would be really really bad. Let's not. (sighs)
2: So what's next?
1: I'll take the next one. Excuse me. Pop Idols management demands 8 million yen in damages after two members caught dating fans. See, in Japan, they have in the contracts that these Pop Idols are not allowed to date because the fans knowing that they're single makes them money.
2: I guess wanting is better than having in this case. Something like
1: that, yeah. And it could cause a lot of issues, especially with your reputation as well. But this happened. Um, back in April, two members of the unit Aoyama St. Hacha Mecca High School.
2: It's not a mouthful at all. Yeah,
1: or oh, it's called Mecca High. For sure. Like
2: a high, like a honey ho. <sighs> horrible.
1: It's horrible. <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
1: Left the group for some reason and then the producer explained that they left because of a serious breach of contract. What happened was two of the members, Miho Yuki and Senna Miura, had gone on dates with fans. And it's against their contract for them to do so. And because of this breach of contract, the company sent letters to all parties that's involved, which is the former members, the guardians of of the former members, and the fans dating the former members. And they owe a grand total of 8,232,400 yen.
3: Yeah, except that the only people that they can really go after for that money are the people that sign the contracts. Mm-hmm. They can't go after the boyfriends because the boyfriends didn't sign the contracts. Yep. If the girls themselves, who not for nothing, are 19 and 22, I believe. Mm-hmm. If they didn't sign those contracts,
1: only the parents can be held responsible then. Well, maybe, uh, remember, probably law in Japan is slightly different from ours, so, you know? Possibly, but at the
3: same time, eh.
1: It is what it is. Alright, Mako, go after the last one.
3: Okay, so, uh, this last one. Um, It's a problem we all have to deal with at various points in our lives. We like to think we're perfect and have it all figured out. But in reality, no one is above making mistakes in their personal or professional lives. But it's in these mistakes that through the humiliation of making amends to those we wronged, we grow a little and become a better person. Uh, however, there is now a business in Japan that you can pay... ...to have somebody apologize for you. So, um, some of the apology agencies... ...that can be found online include... uh, ...for 25,000 yen... ...you get a face-to-face apology... ...and for 10,000 yen... ...you get an email or phone apology. They are open 24 hours a day... ...and seven days a week. Uh, Another one. Estimates are given by phone consultation... ...and they offer apologies while crying... Which is especially effective against angry people. And then the next one is a basic charge of 3,500 yen per hour. Uh, the last one might seem like a sweet deal, but according to a company interviewed by NHK, a session between a belligerent, soon to be ex lover and an actor playing the other lover's parent sometimes lasts up to 12 hours. Wow. Um, That's
2: an actual problem
3: for these people? <laughs> it's a problem for the people that are paying per hour. Mm-hmm. So about 40% of the customer base is said to be women between 20 and 40 years old. And the most popular reasons for soliciting the, these agencies are problems with money and or significant others.
1: Uh, yeah. So... I wouldn't mind a service like that in the States.
2: I don't ever just have the person not apologize to me and then have someone do it on my behalf, especially if it's and if it's going to be something like a f- fucking email or a phone apology. That's just even worse. Especially, mm. if It comes off like they can't be arsed to do it themselves, so I think throwing money at the problem will make it go away. Mm. Maybe I'm just looking at this the wrong way.
1: No, no, it's different points too. I mean, I can understand. I mean, I get it. I understand it. But I'm just saying some people they just don't don't know how to apologize or this, so they might let's just come up with this instead.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at the same time I I wouldn't think that if somebody paid to have an apology that they were sincere just that they were throwing their money around and if you're if you're having a fight about money why would you want to waste money having somebody else apologize for you
1: it's the principle of
3: the thing <laughs> yeah
1: yeah sure it is
2: i still say apologize to me yourself or don't apologize at all
1: mm-hmm. this is making
2: you look worse
1: And yeah, on a side note, um, I found like, somebody imagine,
2: who. May... Like, s- something like that happening here where the where a messenger is sent to apologize to someone on someone else's behalf, and the messenger comes back, like, all beat up and clothes torn, in, and they said. They just tell the guy to. They didn't accept the apology. <laughs> you know?
1: Like a mafia type hit?
2: No, not even that, just like, they get the fuck out of my face type beating. Mm. That's where the womp comes in. They they stagger back to their uh client, like belt out their uh comment and just pass out from the pain. Gotcha. Apparently Jeff B accepts apologies in musical form.
1: I know a few people that will.
2: Wait, so we gotta stand outside his uh window holding a boombox over our heads or something like that?
1: What's a boombox? <laughs>
2: You're older than me. How do you not know that?
1: It's a joke.
3: Yeah.
2: Yes, I know. Just not a good one.
1: Hey, 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 hey. No, wait. I'm thinking of the wrong movie. Never mind. Yeah. So, this anime's been out longer than I expected, so... Wow. Wow.
3: Yeah, I can't find anything to find it to purchase
1: either. Well, I did find where you can get the first 25. Yeah. I mean, there was 26, but let's just say nobody is passing it around. But you can sure as hell get the, get your hands on the music. Hopefully.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that it's not
1: other places... Well, if it's not that popular or something happens, whatever, they'll just drop the series.
3: Yeah, that still sucks, though. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Well, here, enjoy this. All right. Uh, We're going to go ahead, take our last break, come back, and wrap it up. Sounds good? Sounds good. All right. Fine by me. All right, cool. We'll be back. I think I'm going to have to make some adjustments with that and kind of give myself like a five second head start because most of the time I'm able to like adjust the volume so we can just smooth right in mm-hmm. at least maybe like a 10 second thing and then I can just kind of edit it out later. But, you know, so that's it for tonight's episode. Um, also a slight programming note fourth season of Anime Jam Session will probably be next Tuesday or the Tuesday after next, and by new season I mean new opening and ending themes, new eye catches, and better editing of, of the live show. <laughs> we'll see, given how uh, what I have to do um, for the last few days, uh, last upcoming few days or stuff, so definitely um, look forward to it. I always have fun flipping things around like that. Um, let's see, what else do we have here? If you like what you heard, tell a friend. Then tell another friend, and so on and so forth. If you have any issues or questions, drop us a line at podcastanimejamsession.com Let us know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com and Ari. Yes? Otakana review.
2: It's coming. By the, within the next day or two, as long as my, uh, you just decide to crash on me when I have a whole lot of shit on it not saved
1: gotcha I completely understand so that's coming up and like I said look for an upcoming change to website over upcoming weeks we're going to try to get some more content up there and layout might be changing soon I haven't decided I might be playing around with some things and just see what works so definitely look forward to that
2: I also have a game review I want to get off my chest
1: awesome I might have one too but I gotta track down the first theater rhythm but we'll see what happens They kind of really want to compare and contrast, but we'll see. Um, If you uh, like the podcast, okay, might have to come down to that. If you like the website for our podcast, but you can't get to them because of firewalls or whatever, there are many ways to get to our show. You can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, TuneIn Radio. Um, if you listen to iTunes and Stitcher, uh, five-star reviews, please. That's what we're asking. It can kind of be nice. That's cool. Uh, check us out at YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. And the last of the videos will be going up this week. Ooh, really? Yeah, I'm going to get them all. They're going to go up um, this this week. And because of the fact that I have an adjusted shift, I can leave at 5, 5, get here, have extra time... ...to upload them and get them going. So definitely look forward to that. And you should follow us on on YouTube. You can find me at YouTube.com... ...slash mess Ari is at RE22682. And Mako-chan is at Jupluna. Twitter. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us there for when our podcast is going live... ...our pre-show, articles, photos, videos... ...what convention we're going to, who we're interviewing... ...all that cool stuff. Definitely Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. If you want to follow us individually... I'm at twitter.com slash Ari is at the Ari man. And Marco chan is at dea. G I O V E D E A. Facebook, Facebook.com slash anime session. Follow us here for when all the content goes up photos, pictures, articles, everything. And to our thousands of fans out there who like our page and the articles and the content, thank you. You keep liking it and tell other people, we'll keep bringing you more content. That's it. That's what we'll do. Let us know what you like. There is a message box in. Let us know what's up. And if you want to follow us individually on Facebook, I'm at facebook.com slash imdjrondes. Uh, Mako is at uh, Makoto Mako and Ari is at Ari Rockefeller. And we're on the Vogue Network Tuesdays and Thursdays. But we're not the only VOG-centric podcast on this network. Uh, geek-centric podcast, my bad. <laughs> um, if you like Star Trek, check out Starboard Power Coupling podcast. Uh, if you like television, movies, book reviews, fall TV lineup, Doctor Who, British programming, pop culture, we have Critical Myth, British Invaders, pop culture and Understation Live and if you definitely like um, Doctor Who you might want to check out uh, Pod Culture for TARDIS Interruptus. that's when they do a complete episode dedicated to Doctor Who and if you like what we do on Tuesday nights check out the girls uh, Ninja System at on Electric Sisterhood or Eshcast as they're calling it now um, they're on at Tuesdays at 8 o'clock so listen to them at 8 chill out for our pre-show and then we're live If you like um, MMOs, you should check out WoW Wednesdays with Girls Gone WoW at 12 and Horde House at 10, which is live. World of Warcraft and MMOs, gotta love it. Might get back into playing League of Legends again, we'll see. Um, If you like uh, video game talk, gamer discussions, and you want to hear from an independent point of view, you want to check out the Bobby Blackwolf Show at Orange Lounge Radio. They start at 8 o'clock on Sundays on this network. It's the cornerstone of VOG Network programming. So definitely want to check those shows out. Okay, and we're going to go around and do last words. We'll start with Ari.
2: Uh, to that woman who got so much plastic surgery that she now has a third boob.
1: And she's saying it's real despite or it's people calling her out for it.
2: A. Well, two things. A. That woman must be really into doing a total recall cosplay. Uh-huh. And B. Now Dean Ambrose has a permanent erection that points to wherever she, wherever she is in the world. You know, the Titty Master, as uh-huh. he calls himself. Ha. Mastering intensifies.
1: <laughs> okay. Mako chan.
3: Um, I'm gonna...
1: Wow, that was huh? quite sudden. We just lost mako John.
2: Skype guys were like,
3: nope!
1: Not this time.
3: Speaking of Crash...
1: What the hell did you do?
3: No, Skype occasionally just, you know, shifts me off.
1: Gotcha. And your so... last words, Mako?
3: Um, well, I was going to watch NCIS New Orleans, and then I decided not to, so I'm going to read some manga instead. Hmm. You
1: mean more smut? Um, no manga. Okay. Alright, um, I got an email from Viz for thanking me for participating in the Ranma Retrospective. So they're sending me Volumes 2 and 3 in the mail. Nice. I'm like, whoa! I'm just like, uh, 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 um...
3: Well, volume 3 would be the last interview or more likely your uh, collection, right?
1: I have volume 3.
3: Oh, so then what- where are they putting your pictures from your
1: collection of Ranma crap? Probably... It's not crap.
3: I got you most of it. I know it's not crap. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I know. Um, Probably Volume 5, because I'm going to guess 4, they're going to put the cosplays on from other people who submitted photos I had to get permission from. So, thank you, Giacco and Ichigo and Oshidori. Um, So, that'll probably be in Volume 4. So, I'm guessing in Volume 5 will be the collection, and they said if I have anything else to contribute, let them know, so I have plenty of time to get the Ronma half Half uh, Super Famicom games <laughs> okay no Dark Tetsuya, we're not hiring stop, we got enough uh, interns as it is okay that is it, end of list we're gonna get up on out of here, so I'm Ronma
2: I'm Ari
3: and I'm Mako-chan.
1: Great fight, great night. See you next week. Peace out. I'm out this piece. Night. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight,
3: Mako-chan.
1: Didn't work that time.
3: What didn't work?
1: Don't play Dumb with me.
3: I think he's developing an immunity to it. hmm Ah. You cannot become immune to the cute voice. I just did. Yay!
1: God damn you!
2: Yeah! God, you suck.
0: This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing! Check us out at AnimeGemSession.com and Vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamathane! <laughs>